Shalom, I'm Rab Yoni, and this is the Shar Harpades podcast. Let's dive in through the gateway of the orchard. Okay, we are now ready to continue to dive deeper in Belvavi in section 95. We're now going to focus on the method of contemplation during the allotted time devoted to such thought. Remember in our last episode, we said that the Ram Khal says in Derek Eight's kind that one should devote an hour a day for contemplation. Let's take a look into that a bit, okay? We're going to try to show how to think in order to acquire Amuna and Hashem's providence over every detail of life. A person should sit in his house and devote him an hour of quiet time, free of any worldly distractions, and begin to think, who lives in this house? My wife and I, and so on. Then one should think, who determined that she'd become my wife? Did I determine it? Or was it the one unique being, Hashem, who determined it? Then you talk about this in the form of a question, as described above, and you respond to yourself. Chazal, whose words are absolute truth, revealed how Hashem guides the world, and they taught us that 40 days before the fetus is formed, a heavenly voice proclaims, the daughter of this man will marry that man. Hence, Hashem himself determined who would be my wife, I didn't determine at all. Only he did. Since this marriage was determined by him, it must be clear to me that whatever resulted from this marriage also came through him. There is no such thing as Hashem doing an action and not foreseeing all its results. Everything was revealed to him from the beginning, and whatever ensues is his will. Hence, all the results of this marriage are really his will. Then he continued to reflect. Who determined I should live in this house? Was it I? Because I looked at a number of places and I liked this one? Or did Hashem determine it? As Chazal have said that a heavenly voice proclaims, this house will go to that person. He should consider the fact that although he already knows the absolute truth of Chazal's words, he, meaning you, or me, rarely devote serious thought to the practical ramifications of this and other teachings. Like many other lessons and experiences, this teaching of Chazal is relegated to the humble place in an individual's memory. In addition, since we don't think about it very often, we don't sense it. The feeling that we determined it by ourselves is closer to our heart. We, we think, I, I did this marriage, I did this house. It's Hashem. It's Hashem. That way, we're going to, by doing this and going through the cycle, we're going to gain a clear grasp of our condition. We know intellectually who determined who will be our wife or our husband and where we're going to live, but we have two problems. One, we don't think about it very much, and two, our hearts don't feel it. We then need to resolve to think about it more frequently and work on similar details. We must first rectify the first problem by at least keeping this belief alive in our mind with clear, pure, and calm thought. Slowly, the concept will take root in our souls, and then our hearts, too, will feel it strongly. And that's the step. First the mind, then the heart, as we discussed in our last episode. So we need to first accept in our mind and talk it out, not just think, but vocalize it, have that time to reflect it. In addition to contemplating this, we need to articulate 
all our thoughts, repeating words of Amuna, affirming that only Hashem determines every detail. We need to review each point, one after another, with great patience, because this will have a major effect on the soul. There are two ways to do this. One, we could speak about Hashem in the third person, saying Hashem determines every detail, such as this one and that one. The other way. The other way is this. To speak directly to Hashem in the second person, saying, You, Hashem, determined who will be my spouse and where my home will be. This is a lofty level that expresses the goal of a person's life, which is to feel that you're in the presence of Hashem. If this is too hard just to open up and talk to Hashem, start with the other one. Oh, Hashem does this. We, we talk to yourself. Oh, did I do this? No, I didn't do this. Hashem does this. Vocalize that loud. And then we get to a certain point of comfort and talk out loud to Hashem. You, Hashem, you did this, and you did this, and you did this. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You did this, this, and this. Right? In this way, we're going to analyze all the aspects of our life in great detail. You should articulate any considerations that might oppose simple amuna. Say, it seems I chose my marriage partner and my home, and then discount, discredit them one by one, saying to Hashem, even though I feel I'm in control, I know that in fact that's not true. You are the one, the only one, who determined this person will be my marriage partner and that I will live here. You should carefully consider one detail after another. Consider, for example, the chair you're sitting on and the table nearby. Reconstruct the process of the purchase, how you chose that style and color of table and chairs. The, the words right here, if so, on the surface, it seems I chose my table and chairs. And then continue to reflect and say, that's not true. Only you, Hashem, determine precisely which table and chairs I would get. Without a doubt. Even if I chose the color and style, the manufacturer makes many such chairs. Why did this chair or table specifically become mine? That's your doing, Hashem. You chose it with precision. In this way, we consider the word contents of our wardrobe. So go over the wardrobe, go over the household items, go over all the belongings. With each item, repeat in your mind and verbally states that only Hashem determines with precision which object is going to be ours yours. You should say that you should thus cover all the objects you own and review all the events you've experienced, considering each one in detail, and still within yourself the fundamentals of Amuna in this way, the simple Amuna that only Hashem determines each detail. You should first think about it in your mind and then articulate it, as we've talked about before, either the third person he or the second person you, if you're at that level. I have Amuna because I spoke. As the Sfarim Hakdoshim explained, when do I have Amuna? When I speak. That is to say, Amuna is planted deeply in a person's heart by expressing it in words. The more one articulates one's Amuna in addition to thinking about it, the more Amuna will take root deeply in his heart. The opposite is also true. Amuna's loss is cut off from their mouths. As the Safari explained, Amuna's loss because it's missing from our mouths. Since we're not accustomed to constantly articulate words of Amuna, in addition to thinking about it, Amuna became lost from our hearts. The deep clarity of the light of Amuna was concealed and buried in our hearts. It was not alive there in an active way. And so that's what we're doing right now. We're taking this hour a day. If you can do that, or just take an hour a week or a month, 
whatever it takes, just start, do it once, even, and go through it. Go through this cheshbon. These words of amuna can be expressed in two forms. When talking to friends, amuna must be a dominant theme that accompanies everything one says. That's not enough, though. Even when you're alone, which in fact is the main time for instilling amuna, express ideas of amuna in great detail. Even when I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear not, for you are with me, says the great Tehillim. A person must constantly speak words of Amuna and always live with Hashem and pure Amuna. In this way, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear not, for you are with me. The person must always be in the state of, for you are with me. And that is where we get this next concept. Do the cheshman. Take the time to review it, to make it clear in your mouth and in your thoughts so that it can travel to your heart. And always have words of amunah on your lips when meeting with other people or with on your own. It's the Baruch Hashem's that actually make a huge difference. We don't realize it. It's not some religious speech. It is a simple act of stating Umana. Thank you, Hashem, for every component, every moment of my life, for you have set it up to be exactly the way it is. Thank you for listening to Shar Hapades of Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Spotify and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love to hear from you. Message Yidbrick on Facebook or leave us a voicemail in the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM by visiting yidbrick.com slash donates. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and by purchasing my custom-made Judaica jewelry or artisan beard balm and Etsy or yidbrick.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yedbrick.com slash Kabbalah.